Hi all, this is TK and you're listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP, RV empath, me, HSP, highly sensitive peeps. Welcome. It's September 8th and how are you doing? Again, there's a lot of energy out there. I think I'll probably start out every single podcast talking about that because it is a thing and it's going to continue until mid-December around the end of December, things are really going to shift, which is, oh my gosh, I'm so looking forward to it. (laughs) I took a deep breath as soon as I started talking about it because um, it's going to feel really good. But until then, we must work hard on ourselves and continue working hard on ourselves and we will get rewarded for it, okay? Because that is traditionally how Saturn works. Saturn spends about two to two and a half years in each astrological sign. And if you work hard and diligently at what you're meant to do, (laughs) and we as individuals sort of know that. I mean, we all are walking our paths. We have goals. We have ways to grow in positive ways. We have ways to evolve in healthy ways uh, so that we're better versions of ourselves. But generally, I think it has uh, something to do with the characteristics of the sign that Saturn is in. So we work hard in some way with those characteristics in our own lives. And when Saturn moves on to the next sign, we get a gift. Or if we slack off, we're lazy, we procrastinate, we don't change in ways that are positive or healthy, then we can get a kick in the ass, right? Big time, which tends to be the case. I mean, you hear about similar things energetically with people say you have someone who has a drinking problem. There are signs, there are little things that start to crop up. A DUI, um, you know, they run over their own mailbox when they, you know, (coughs) leave or enter the driveway. Little accidents, little frustrating or alarming things. Now, if this individual does not pay attention to these little things, they get bigger. And then you'll have larger accidents uh, where the individual could injure themselves or, God forbid, others. And indeed, if they still do not pay attention and continue on with their present behavior or it worsens, then it gets really bad. Then we're talking jail time. We're talking uh, someone, you know, an innocent could get killed. God forbid. I mean, it's awful just talking about this, but it happens. This is how it plays out like in everyday lives. So it's important that we hear and pay attention, pay attention to and are conscious of the um, little bits of information and inspiration and nudges from God universal energy because they're there. And uh, it's so important. The more the more we strengthen our connection with God, universal energy, the easier it gets to, you know, hear and see and 
kind of understand how to move forward because everything I mean when you connect with God God being shorthand for good from that point on everything gets better uh, and especially when we also work on healing our insides which is what this time is all about peeps I'm gonna probably say this time and time again but it's good to repeat because it's good to be reminded um, now is the time to heal our inner muck and yuck because as I like to say there's this proverb or adage or what have you <laughs> of a tall glass of water with sand and sediment in the bottom with a long handled spoon sticking out and now when life stirs the spoon which will happen because that is what life is then the sediment and the sand gets stirred up as well and the water can become really yucky and mucky and unclear very cloudy so the key is not to focus on stopping the spoon from stirring because that cannot happen that is not a realistic goal the, st the spoon will stir so the key is to focus on eliminating our inner sediment our inner sand our inner muck and yuck so that when the spoon stirs it remains clear there's nothing to stir up within right you get it <laughs> I think you do I love that analogy that picture uh, so again we are healing stuff from childhood stuff from our subconscious inner wounds and trauma and drama and karmic energy all of this is huge it cannot be understated but it also cannot be ignored so get to it get to work and I also didn't mention the other day I listened to vibrations again on YouTube I go to meditative mind they have these solfagio frequencies and there's one in particular I like I'll uh, leave it in the chapter markers here in the podcast uh, uh, link to that particular YouTube video I don't listen to like a whole lot of them I just there's this one I like and I stick with it and I got through cancer treatment I came out the other side and I had my uh, one-year checkup and the mammas clear the blood work looks good so it cert certainly did not harm me I can say that with confidence because I listened to it as I was going through my cancer treatment so I think that along with other tools it's like picking up different things to help us manage our um, de-stressing manage our self-care self-nurturance healing healing and transforming fear healing and transforming anger and rage you know I was kind of thinking about that yesterday I used to be very angry I used to be more angry a lot more angry and I can still get kind of feisty from time to time because that's what having an anger problem is all about it doesn't really entirely go away I don't think uh, but like I, I kind of missed it yesterday because I realized that it gave me energy 
and it gave me the ability to deal with things that I don't necessarily want to deal with when I'm angry it's like I can I can move out in the world in ways um, otherwise because you know I deal with with the overwhelming fear Um, possibly agoraphobia which is just fear of the outer world and public spaces and not really comfortably being able to leave the home so it's it can be quite serious and anger I realize helped me with that Um, so that's something that I'm kind of considering now how can I get that same kind of gumption that same sort of fire within to deal with stuff uh, without really being angry because being angry um, is not a healthy state to be in but then again being in fear is not a healthy state either so uh, while I am walking my own path navigating all of this I'm I'm going to continue to share it with you all it's a balancing of being calm and centered and open and being confident and self-assured it's a feeling of safety within it's a feeling of of um yeah that's it right and i do have that um sometimes i have it more than others so perhaps it's that might be the key to really continue strengthening my connection with God, universal energy, source spirit, God being shorthand for good. Um, my guardian angels. We all have them. I believe in guardian angels. I didn't used to. <laughs> but I, I understand it more now. I do believe that love, you know, they say energy um, cannot be destroyed it just changes form that's uh einstein albert einstein but it's like energy cannot be created or destroyed so it's a closed system of energy and um there are lots of of empirical evidence about people who receive signs and communications from their loved ones who have passed on so there's that (laughs) there's just I believe energetically there is support there for us okay Um, love the power of love and it's really what's what's also super interesting is a few years back I I developed a, a confidence building program for women that involves drumming and archery and boxing and also uh, things not just physical things to help improve confidence but mental so perhaps I need to sort of dig this stuff up and uh, wipe the cobwebs off of it and revisit it again because um, if if I if it's not for my highest good to use anger to get out and about in the world and to move forward with with uh, my goals then like I said perhaps the key is confidence and so that's something to consider as we move forward 
How is our confidence? How is our self-worth? See, that's the beginning. Developing a stronger sense of self-worth and self-love is key. That is a foundational element to health, wealth, and happiness. Self-love, connection with God, universal energy, and um, being calm and balanced. Being able to soothe ourselves, lower our inner thermostats, heal our inner muck and yuck to get more of a detached being within. You know what? I also thought of this yesterday as well. I, a few podcasts ago, I don't remember when, I was talking about how some people numb out. And yes, that's a huge thing. A lot of people numb out uh, because we live in a very overstimulated and overstimulating world. But I was saying it in a sort of disparaging way. Um, But I realize that's kind of what meditation is all about. It's a healthy way of numbing out. But I personally think there's a lot of benefit to that to be able to, I think right now, we need to get to this space within, which is kind of like having things um, like frozen a little bit or just like in limbo or just having, it's something that I feel it's really hard to describe, but it's, it's being detached enough to, um, uh, to not overly feel a whole lot. And maybe that, that will probably be helpful in these next few months to come. So there is a way of being healthy, healthily numb, (laughs) to be numb in a healthy way. And I sort of just sort of detach (laughs) and picture healing light, love and energy for the highest good of all, most benevolent outcome for all, just enveloping me and the situation. And it's like being in this space of it's like being in a tanning bed, kind of but having the sun and healing light disinfect everything. So, you know, that could be a really good feel. I haven't done tanning beds in years. But I remember back in the day, it's kind of a a feeling of, um, you know, warmth. And then certainly when you close the lid, that can be a meditative thing because you have a few minutes there where you are um, just sort of hanging out (laughs) with yourself. Now, I am not advocating tanning beds. I have no idea. I haven't even thought about tanning beds in years. This is all an allegory or a metaphor, but it's um, being still within and not allowing our emotions to carry us away you know emotions we've got to really keep a tight tight lid on the tight lid on those okay queen of cups i know in some card decks they feature her holding a cup with a lid so our cups are rather full (laughs) and let's make sure they're full of the emotions that we want to have good emotions but also keep a lid 
on them because I have also noticed, and I am going to switch to astrology here shortly, it's important to monitor when we're feeling really good as well as feeling really bad to kind of rein it in on both ends and we have to parent ourselves because feeling too good can also be unhealthy then we deal with ego stuff um, and there can be like power issues that come to the forefront so healthy empowerment is something to really focus on too there is unhealthy ways to where we think we are empowering ourselves but it's not true empowerment if you are disempowering others it's not true healthy empowerment these are all topics we'll talk more about in the podcasts to come peeps but it's all you know things to percolate and think about and so the middle path okay and developing patience, being gentle with ourselves, um, focusing more on the mind, being logical versus the emotions, because the emotions can trigger us. We can sort of get overwhelmed uh, with stuff. So focus on the good, focus on shifting to what we want in our lives as we work on ourselves to live our best version of our lives every day in every way yeah yeah good this was a very long initial talk thanks for letting me ramble on now in astrology we don't have any exact aspects happening between the planets and the moon today but or the planets in Chiron but there's always stuff happening with the moon right now the moon is in Taurus but will be moving into Gemini shortly and what else do we have going on there's kind of a sextile happening it's not exact but there is um, a good aspect happening between Venus and Leo and Mercury in Libra and <laughs> the moon being in Gemini, the moon is about our emotions, our inner most, you know, deep places within. Gemini is about the mind. I was just talking about being more logical. And Gemini is about how we communicate, what we learn. Now that, right now, that's in trine with uh, the Capricorn stuff. It's, it's currently still in Taurus. But there is good energy to be had today with uh, working, our work ethic, our careers, long-term goals, transformation, uh, shared resources, healing. Jupiter's there too with, with the big boys in Capricorn. So focus on what we want and it can come to be. Jupiter will help us expand. Okay. And remember, coming up tomorrow, uh, we have Mars going retrograde, which is a more inner experience of Mars, which is our passion. It can be our, our aggression as well and anger. So 
reflect back on like my whole beginning talk uh, about how we can use how we use anger in our own lives and what we can what we can replace it with um, self-love self-worth self-confidence this is all stuff we will be like I said talking more of because I think there's also a good aspect happening with the um, Ooh, the sun is trying Jupiter retrograde tomorrow. That's a fantastic uh, aspect and good energy to be had. Trines are just easy flowing, harmonious energies. And Jupiter is the great benefic. Jupiter is also getting ready to go direct on the 12th, which is just a few days away. Uh, we also have Venus trine Chiron retrograde, which is great opportunity for healing. That's coming up on the 13th. And the Sun trine Pluto retrograde, which is also a great opportunity for healing. That's on the 14th. So the 12th, 13th, and 14th, there are good things that can happen. Now, I see directly after that on the 15th and the 17th, which is, you know, quite a ways away. But there are squares happening between Venus and Uranus and uh, Mercury and Jupiter. Now the fact that Jupiter's there, that's good. A square can't get too sideways if Jupiter's in the mix because the Jup Jupiter is the great benefic. But it's sort of interesting that I see these big trines followed by a couple of squares, big squares. Now squares can be frustrating or stressful situations that require an action on our parts. So we will certainly talk more about that as it approaches. And then, you know, that leads, it all leads into the new moon in Virgo on the 17th. Now, there's also a couple of oppositions happening on the 10th and 11th, which is only a few days away. We're certainly feeling it now. It's between Mercury and Chiron retrograde and the Sun and Neptune retrograde. Now, Chiron and Neptune retrograde are both about healing. Um, healing addictions, healing and transforming rage, H big stuff, huge. Uh, Neptune retrograde can also be about closing out our karmic cycles and finishing up cycles in our life. Addictions, we all have addictions. So uh, it's important that we replace really, you know, unhealthy addictions, replace them with healthier <laughs> choices. You know what I mean? It may not be possible to just completely wipe out an unhealthy addiction all in one go, although it is possible. I certainly do want to make it known it can be done, but generally it is not the norm. What we can do is sort of work towards eliminating unhealthy things from our life with small steps, and that's something to consider as you are being uh, challenged here because oppositions can be challenging sort of push-pull energies. So again, this is with our minds and how we communicate and what we absorb, what we take in. Chiron, healing, um, our pain and wounds. The sun, our personal goals, who we are as we move forward uh, in the world. And Neptune, addictions, our spirituality and finishing up karmic cycles. It's definitely an inner experience because both Chiron and Neptune are both retrograde. So 
Lots of retrograde planets, peeps, as you know. Um, I hope that was helpful to you. Hey, keep on keeping on with whatever you should be working on healing and transforming yourself in a positive way every day. So do what you can and keep it up. Keep going. Good, good work. Good job. Okay, I'm going to move to the cards now. Now remember, um, uh, yesterday we had quite a reading going on. And we had uh, the Master. We had the all four knights coming out. So it's the Knight of Wands, the Knight of Swords, the Knight of Cups, and the Knight of Pentacles. We had these Ten of Wands. We had the Three of Swords, followed by the Three of Cups. And we had the, the Queen of Swords, which I was kind of speaking, it, it's about being more logical and knowing what to cut out of your life. So the Master, Intensity, Fighting, Suppression, Trust, Isolation, Celebration, Morality, Slowing Down. Um, if you want more info about this particular reading, go back and listen to it in yesterday's podcast. It is chapter marked. So again, it's, it's reaching our enlightened place within and focusing more on that, I think, like intensifying the um, ability to, to calm our minds and, and connect with God universal energy. And Fight, you know, fighting is, is a, an energy that I think it needs to be interpreted in just a way of being dedicated, dedicating ourselves to getting through our Ten of Wands situation, which is this individual in a hole with, with tied with ropes. So he's bound, but the ropes are slipping off. The ropes are becoming untied. So we have to be aware of what binds us within, what keeps us imprisoned to free ourselves, like mentally. And then there's trust, having a leap of faith, trusting as we heal our hearts with Three of Cups energy, celebrating. You know, it's important to have fun. Let's keep having fun however we can. Laughter is healing. Um, as we... Also, we're very aware of not getting s too sucked into negative emotions, certainly, and being empowered within to make good choices for ourselves as we move forward towards our best life. And then, I just want to say, it, the bottom of the deck did this whole thing. There's Six of Wands, Success, Ace of Pentacles, Maturity, Three of Pentacles, Guidance. Five of Cups, Clinging to the Past. Nine of Pentacles, Ripeness. Six of Pentacles, Compromise. The Empress. Three in the Major Arcana. Ace of Wands, The Source. Six of Swords, The Burden. Two of Wands, Possibilities. The Sun, Innocence. And Ten of Cups, Harmony. And it just goes on and on, peeps. These are all fantastic cards with the Five of Cups in there, in, in the middle of it all, 
titled Clinging to the Past. So it's really important that we make peace with our pasts. We deal with whatever it is we have to deal with and set it down. Set down the baggage, whatever there is there to, you know, that is dragging us down. Um, because it is surrounded with wands energy and pentacle energy. Uh, and pentacles is about health, wealth, and happiness, our homes, our sanctuaries, who we are, you know, in the world. And it, the whole thing starts off with six of wands, which is victory, success on all levels. I mean, there's a ticker tape parade. This person is riding a tiger around the perimeter of the world. It's cheers and trumpets and just, I mean, it's beautiful. You've also got the, the sun in here. Two of wands is about empowerment, uh, personal empowerment. Um, you know, you've got the Empress, you've got uh, Ten of Cups, Harmony. I mean, these are delicious energy, energies, peeps. And it's, they're there to be had. They're there for us. So remember that as we move forward. Okay. I just wanted to remind you about that reading from yesterday before I do today's reading. So now I'm going to ground the cards in energy for the highest good of all, most benevolent outcome for all. Do conscious breathing as I do that. I encourage you to do it along with me. I will be back shortly. Thank you. Okay, I'm back. I forgot to do the conscious breathing, so I made myself do it a little bit before I started talking again. All right, cards. Uh, what do we have going on for listeners today? Uh, what should we focus on in terms of healing and continuing to live our best lives? Do, do, do. Flip the cards out entirely, please. Card or cards. <laughs> Ooh, okay, that might be too much. This is too much, like a whole bunch of cards fell out again. Okay, you know what, peeps? I don't, I think I have to go now. Um, Ten of Wands came out. So remember, we're getting through the tough stuff. We, we are getting through it, absolutely. And um, bottom of the deck is Four of Swords, which is a time of healing. So with all those juicy, lovely energies that I was pointing to before with, the, with yesterday's um, reading, uh, remember that we are in a tough time, but 
not to get overwhelmed with it. We have four of swords on the bottom of the deck, which is meditative uh, healing energy. Underneath that is king of cups, titled healing. Underneath that is four of cups, turning in. This features someone who's meditating. And it sort of reminds us again on what we are focusing on. Focus on what we're focusing on. Underneath that is eight of wands, which comes out so much now because we're all traveling. We're all moving to new places of, of being and there's new communication happening. So with that, as always, I want to thank you for all that you are and do. I know this is a little rushed, but I hope, I hope this was helpful to you. It's all going to be okay. Okay. We focus on that first and foremost. So as we continue to walk our paths, more tomorrow, stay tuned. Uh, look up our VMPath online on Insta, Affirmation Bear and Astrology Bear on Amazon and on, uh, on Alexa through Amazon. As always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much. Mwah.